Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Thanks for listening to The Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for The Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is The Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be making it part of your day. Thanks so much. I'm Doug Gottlieb, in for Colin Cowherd. Wahoo! Virginia just beat Syracuse at the buzzer. Sending the orange onto the bubble, which this is what inevitably happens. Syracuse did look good. I'm not... uh, They did look good. But I I always think it's funny. Well, the eye test. The eye test. The eye test is like, what did you see when you saw them play? 
Well, okay. Well, it all depends on when you saw him play, right? Like, um, how was that eye test when they got beat by Duke by 14 a couple weeks ago or by Georgia Tech, right? They, you know, but I, I, I guess that Syracuse is probably going to go to the NCAA tournament. Um, even though there's nothing about their resume, you know, they didn't beat anybody out of conference. They played one tournament team in Rutgers and lost by 10. You know, they lost twice to Pittsburgh, who's not an NCAA tournament team. Um, they, you know, they did show improvement. They played Virginia earlier this year and lost 81 to 58. They just now play them in the tournament and they lose by three. But again, context does matter. All that said, it's still a loss. And <laughs> in a in a league where it's not a great league, you know, their lone win the entire season, the entire season, their lone win against um, NCAA tournament teams are Virginia Tech, I guess. Virginia Tech makes it. It was Virginia Tech, and they beat Carolina once by two points. That's it. It's probably enough, but it's pretty flimsy resume there. Nonetheless, it's fun. It's, this, it's always fun to argue back and forth because there's no locked up cinch thing of knowing exactly what should and should happen. I, I would say that these two days are actually the best basketball days. And you're like, no, it's the NCAA tournament. Like, okay, the NCAA tournament, each day there's 16 games. 16. Do you know how many games there are today, Ryan Music? You want to take a guess? I am going to say... I'll go with 27. 27 games. Tui, do you want to, do you want to hop in on that microphone and, and, and guess how many, how many games are today? I'm going to say closer to 35. Okay. The total number of games, one, two, three, four, five. Um... I mean, yeah, you're, you're, we're, we're in the 35 or 40 sort of variety, right? Now, Duke and Florida State were canceled earlier today, and some of the games are, you know, New Mexico State, uh, Rio, uh, University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley, you know, but you get Texas versus Texas Tech today. You get Penn State, Wisconsin today. You get, I mean, you get some, you get conference matchups a second or a third time on a neutral side. Oklahoma, Kansas today. Indiana, Rutgers today. Nevada, Boise State. I did that game earlier this year. It came down to a last-second shot. You know, Arizona State taking on Oregon today. Uh, today and tomorrow, that's when actually there's a greater... You already had uh, West Virginia made a three, but it was after the buzzer. They lost by three. And Virginia makes a three right before the buzzer. Maryland beats Michigan State. Like, those three games are NCAA tournament caliber games. You get twice the number of games... And you get like talent from like conferences and you get it over two consecutive days. And next tomorrow is even better. Uh, but Duke's game was canceled today because a walk-on tested positive. But then again, here, be, here comes the problem. Like, is he the last Duke Blue Devil to test positive if there's somebody else who is carrying it? Did it then pass on to Louisville, who's also a bubble team? And does this eliminate them from the tournament? Yikes. Yikes. More to come on that, but you know, later on the hour, I'll explain kind of the challenges. I think the biggest challenge this year in getting people to watch the, the NCAA tournament, we'll we'll get to that upcoming and his press conference with Dak Prescott. Here's Jerry willfully 
kind of giggling and admitting that he overpaid on Dak. Most anything that I've ever been involved in that ended up being special, I overpaid for. Every time to the end. Anytime I've tried to get a bargain, I got just that. It was a bargain <laughs> in a lot of ways and not up to standard. Well, I mean, the truth is that you got Tony Romo as an undrafted player. That was a bargain that worked out. You got Dak Prescott as a bargain that actually worked out. So it's not, not only not accurate. I love who, whoever the, the narrator was. <laughs> like, this is something really profound of what Jerry's saying. What's interesting about Jerry is, and look, Dak Prescott's good, you know? Is he Kirk Cousins plus? Yeah, I'm okay with that. And Kirk Cousins has shown the ability to win in New Orleans in the playoffs. The, the issue is that, that however talented you think Dak is, and however good his intangibles are, the, the rep is, well, Dak Prescott, he wins. He hasn't won recently. They haven't been a winning football team recently. So is, is he, is he a stat guy? Is he a winner guy? Or is he just an above average quarterback who is a very good leader and very well respected, which seems what it is. And the Cowboys gleefully overpaid him. But here's something interesting, right? Here we are in this kind of, uh, um, we're in this kind of post pandemic hiring phase, I guess. And I want you to just ask yourself, you may be at work, you may be driving, you may not be, you may have taken some other job that you don't really love, but you had to get some benefits, you had to get something going. How many of your friends got laid off, got furloughed? If you're an entrepreneur, you own a, you own a business. What's the market look like? You're probably thinking to yourself like, man, there's a lot of good people in the market and I could get them for kind of less than they're actually worth. You know, that, that's, it's like one of the keys to running a business is hiring talented people and not paying them to as nearly as much as yet. There's no leverage. If they don't have a job, it's like, look, you can either have a job and have benefits and make a little bit less or not have a job. Or you could wait. You could do the Dak Prescott and bet on yourself, although you don't want to, he doesn't want to say he's betting on himself. Like this is the same in radio and TV. I mean, I have so many friends that are out of work or they had to give back some money or they give back dates or whatever and doing things. It's happened in movies, obviously in restaurants. How many of them have closed? The landscape of the hiring world is there are really talented people out there. And because they don't have the leverage of people just going out and hiring everybody, everybody's cut back. Everybody's cut back. And because of that, there's talented people, but they're willing to take less money. So how does that relate to the Dallas Cowboys? Well, the Cowboys are like the only ones that are unaffected by the fact that, you know, or try not be affected by the salary cap being lower. Look around the league. J.J. Watt, Emmanuel Sanders, both of the tackles for the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Both of them, both of them. And this is this is going to continue to happen as guys are going to be told, hey, look, dude, you either take a massive salary cut or we'll let the market see where you go. And that, that's what happened with Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones has earned the right to be a free agent. They're not going to franchise tag him. But they're sitting there going like, look, man, the market's not very good for a running back right now. You can go check and we're going to offer you a reasonable sum of money. 
So with, with that in mind, I'm, I'm looking, I'm thinking, who is the team that is great, great at finding uh, underpriced, valuable free agents as long as they fit into how they play? The New England Patriots, right? The Patriots, what, they win seven games this year with one of the worst rosters in the NFL. They did it through coaching, and they also did it through smartly finding guys like, I don't think Cam Newton's very good at all. Can't throw the football. But they tried to not have him throw the football, and it worked way more than it probably should have. It just did. It's it's absolutely fascinating. Fascinating to see what has happened. You know, what has happened and what's going to happen in the NFL, which is going to mirror some businesses out there. There's going to be some entrepreneurs that can try and start some things up and they're just going to try and get pieces together and say like, hey, I mean, this is how the athletic was formed, right? Writers were getting fired left and right. And the athletic's like, hey, what if we, you don't have a job, we're not going to pay you what you were making, but you'll have a, a great outlet for your talents. And maybe we have some other revenue streams and, you know, ways of making money. And you can do other things. And what if it works? That's what the Patriots are going to do. They, that's frankly what they've always done. And now all of a sudden it gives them, it energizes them. It empowers them to be more of who they are, to do it more often, to go and get, to go and dumpster dive, to go and find I mean, Malcolm Butler. Yeah, it ended poorly, but you know what we're like. We know what you're about. Come play for us. It, it's so reasonable because that's who they are. And that completely mirrors what the rest of the business world is like, which is take advantage. If you have the money of this, of this crazy time, take advantage and get guys on the cheap. If you can do it, why would you do it? It benefits them because you're keeping them. You're, you're still, they have a job. You don't have to do a long-term deal. They can go do a prove-it deal. I would guess the New England Patriots are going to reload their roster with the players that are returning with a bunch of unsigned free agents that are going to take haircuts and are going to say, like, look, if we just have a quarterback who can throw a football, if we bring back Dante Hightower, if we bring back a couple of other guys, Julian Edelman comes back from, from getting hurt in his own right, we'll be fine. We won seven games last year with probably the, the second worst talent in the league. Second worst talent in the league, maybe third. Jacksonville and the Jets, the other two. If we can win seven games then, why can't we win 10 or 11 if we load up our roster with these types of guys? If I sign a short-term deal and then I play well, then I go and sign a big deal somewhere else. Like, this is what happens with recessions. This is what happens with pandemics. Things are bad. Cash is king, right? And the team with the third most cash under the cap is the New England Patriots. My guess is they use it to benefit them. And, and here Jerry Jones is bra he's bragging about all the things he's overpaid for. How's that worked out for you, Jerry? When was the last time you were relevant in the Super Bowl discussion? Now the juxtaposition of that is, when was the last time the Patriots were relevant in the Super Bowl discussion or maybe more 
more interestingly, this was the first year since Tom Brady got hurt that they weren't relevant in the Super Bowl discussion. Okay, coming up next. Duke appears out of the NCAA tournament. How big a blow is it to college hoops? How big a blow will it be to the ratings? Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason Mack. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book and all the best guests do yourself a favor and listen to straight fire with jason mcintyre on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts are you wasting two perfectly good saturdays each year most people waste two saturdays getting rid of junk that we could make magically disappear we're 1-800-GOT-JUNK we make junk disappear all you have to do is point Reclaim your Saturdays. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.com. And two smiling, happy people will magically appear at your front door. They'll be driving a clean, shiny truck. And they'll be wearing snappy, happy uniforms. All you have to do is point, 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 point. And that junk will be gone, 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 gone. Hooray, you have a Saturday. Let the party begin. We make junk disappear. Don't waste two perfectly good Saturdays each year. Let us work our magic for you. Give us a call. And we'll give you back your Saturdays. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is the heard uh we just saw virginia beat syracuse on a buzzer shot uh and uh this villanova game villanova trails by one coming down to the wire with four seconds to go 
Um, Mississippi State beat Kentucky. What a miserable season for Kentucky. Georgetown ends up winning the game. So if if you like, look, I I totally understand. Like, you haven't been keeping up with college hoops. It's a weird year. Maybe you don't keep up with college hoops at all. What you should know is Colin Gillespie is the point guard for Villanova. Uh, last week, he tore his MCL, so he's out for the year. So in spite of the fact that Villanova's name, they've won two national titles recently, they're a good team, and they had a, they, were an outs- they were in that second tier of teams you could see making a run in the NCAA tournament. Now they don't have their point guard, and uh, yeah, I don't know what you do with them. I mean, I legit don't know what you, what you do with this team who is obviously going to be completely different. They've now lost three of their last four games course they did beat Creighton who's a good team uh in their last home game so you, you lose three of four and the three teams you lost to Butler Providence and Georgetown are not NCAA tournament teams so just remember Uncle Doug was telling you if you see Villanova and you see a small number next to them like there's some don't think that means there's some awesome team not because they wouldn't be if they didn't have their point guard but they don't have their point guard Jeff Goodman joins us. He works for Stadium. Uh, you can follow him on social media. He's got all the coaching news, all the NCAA news. They'll have uh, uh, a Selection Sunday wrap-up show, which I think I'm going to pop on. I don't know. We still got to figure that thing out, Goodman. You can call me after the, after the show. Um, you broke the story that Duke had a positive test. And then you also said you heard, I guess, it's a walk-on. So so tell me tell me what – why is Duke saying their season is is over before they have a chance to even hear what the selection committee says? Well, I think they know. I think they, they know. the. We all know, right? It's over. And you, you wonder if they're just trying to save uh, Mike Krzyzewski's streak, right, at this point of NCAA tournament appearances, and they're going to try to say, well, you know, we didn't finish the ACC tournament. We might have been able to win it. Well, you weren't going to win it. We know that. You weren't good enough to win it. The streak is over at this point. It sucks that it, it's over this way because I really was looking forward to seeing their game tonight and to see if they could beat Florida State. They were probably going to be on the right side of the bubble, but uh, you and I both know we would have we taken the Seminoles in that matchup. Uh, we, we, we would have. Okay, so what happens with Louisville? It's a walk-on. So does this affect Louisville's ability to be an at-large team in the NCAA tournament? Why would it affect Louisville's ability? Because they played them last night? Correct. Most of their players have already tested positive, so I don't think it's going to – listen, Louisville – That's the thing about Louisville. Five. Louisville's basically had uh, herd immunity. Yes. And, and, and they only have about four or five players that matter anyway. Um, so as long as those – as long as they have Carly Jones, David Johnson, Samuel Williamson, and maybe a couple other dudes, they're, they're, they're going to be okay. And Dan Gavin said, hey, if you got five guys, you can play. So I can't wait till the first you know game where, where, where they trot out five players for the NCAA tournament – uh, yeah, listen, the, the, the bottom line, take me, can, can you give me your opinion on this, Doug? I'm getting crucified mm-hmm. for putting out there that it was a walk-on, according to sources. What, why are you getting crucified? Crucified. Oh, I'm getting for, killed. By, by who? By Twitter? How can you put it out? I didn't put the name of the kid. Like, there is how, many wa- how many walk-ons do they have? How many I don't know. I didn't check beforehand, but I thought it was relevant news that it is a walk-on, not a key player. Uh, who tested positive. And I think it is relevant. I think it is too, especially because now you have to ask yourself, could they have just gone out and could they have played anyway? Right? Like, was he rooming with somebody? Did they have contact tracing? Like, 
if it's just right. a walk-on, why does it why does it matter? We we do have a tent. We our freakout level is pretty high. I just don't uh, understand why they're not. I don't understand why they're not vaccinating everybody. The, well, there, I there's think an, that, that my whole take was May Madness, Doug. Because if you had it in May and we had pushed this whole thing back two months, you would have had the majority of, of kids, I think, vaccinated, and you would have had more than twenty five percent fans. I, I think we made a mistake then. I, listen, the season has gotten better than I thought. We're going to have an NCAA tournament, hopefully, and it's going to go from start to finish. I just think if you had pushed it back a couple months, you would have had a much better shot now looking at it of having all the players vaccinated and not worrying about some of this. I, I think with with the amount of money that, that they have and that they're going to use on all these protocols, you could have fixed a lot of things if you used that money and got – and got some of those Johnson Johnson shots, and just been and just monitored the kids for any yeah. sort of reactions, and been 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 done with it. Uh, Doug Gottlieb and for Colin, this is the herd. The other thing this this time of year is the coaching moves, and you know last year not a lot happened because the pandemic shut things down, and so you know people basically stood pat. Will there be a rush to coaching moves? Will it still be slow because schools lost so much money? What, what's your sense on on the big boys in terms of the, uh, the coaching hirings and firings? Well, I, I think a school like Indiana, it's going to be a hard uh, deal to pay out Archie Miller $10 million, right? Especially in a pandemic right now where, you know, again, you can say what you want, and, and I'm fine with you saying, hey, listen, I don't think Indiana's going in the right direction. I don't think the Hoosiers are going to be any better next year than they were this year. Their talent level is, is suspect, especially on the perimeter. Uh, but it's $10 million still at, at the end of the day. You know, Frank Martin, South Carolina, it's $6.5 million. Um, I think Iowa State, from my sources, they're leaning towards making a move on Steve Prohm. That's about $6 million. So I think it just depends kind of where you're at, obviously. And if you feel like next year you, you need a little bit of a pop because – Ultimately, you're not going to get any fans in the in the stands if you go 0 and 18, when, when, you know, like Iowa State did this year in the Big 12. I think Bruce Weber gets another year, Doug. He's only owed two million. And remember, two years ago, they they tied for the, the Big 12 title. Three years ago, they went to the Elite Eight. So I think Bruce Weber deserves another one. DePaul, uh, Dave Lato's done. Uh, what else haven't we covered? Uh, BC, we know is open. Penn State, Notre Dame, the two guys. The two guys that uh, hit Notre Dame one second. The two guys at Penn State that you got to watch for: Dennis Gates, uh, head coach of Cleveland State. They just got in the NCAA tournament, and Michael Shrewsbury, assistant at Purdue, used to be an assistant for the Boston Celtics. Those are the two front runners there. Notre Dame, I'm told, could go either way, and, and I think it's ultimately going to be up to Mike Bray here. I think they're going to give Mike Bray uh, the option: Hey, if, if you want to step down now, that's fine. If you want to go another year. And we'll see kind of if, if this young team uh, is older, and that's how you've won in the past with older guys. We'll, we'll give you the choice. And if you want to go to Rehoboth Beach and, and, and retire, that's on you. Um, yeah, I've I've heard they've already made some calls, but I, again, the calls don't necessarily mean they've they've made a move. So I mean, right. you get beat by forty-two points your last game of the year. It's like a yikes. You know, you almost yeah, you almost just, wish the shot the night before wouldn't have fallen because they just got humiliated last night. Yeah, I just think again. Remember, it's the AD who's been with him for a while, Sorbrick. It's not like a St. Joe situation where they brought in a, a new AD who said, "The hell with you, Phil Martelli. We don't care. I don't have a, a relationship with you. I'm just knocking you out now." I, I think Sorbrick is going to want to work with Mike Bray 
whenever he wants his exit to be. And I think Mike Bray, you, you and I know Mike, he's as realistic as anybody. So he's going to understand, hey, if we got no shot next year, I'm gone. I'm gone, and let's get somebody in who can get this program back. But I think secretly he still feels like they could be a team that makes the NCAA tournament next year if they keep everything intact and then add maybe another. Remember, the one-time transfer rule's coming in. So you can get – listen, you get bad quickly – you can also get good quickly. Things are going to change for a lot of programs uh, really fast in this offseason. You know, it's fascinating. Notre Dame used to not take transfers. When I was there, we weren't allowed to take transfers. And then Matt Doherty got there, and the first day on the job, he got Ryan Humphrey, who, by the way, now is an assistant at Notre Dame, to transfer in. That dramatically changed you know, his fortunes and the fortunes of, uh, of, of Bray even when, when, he, when he got there. Uh, the idea of getting one-time transfer to Notre Dame, it's a little bit more tricky to get into a school of, of that academic uh, rep- right. reputation. So it's, I, I guess here's, here's my biggest question is this. Doug Gottlieb for Colin. This is the Herd. Jeff Goodman's my guest from Stadium Sports. You and I have been doing this for a long time. We love it. We follow it. We know it. It's what we do. It's your livelihood. Are people going to watch? And I, I wonder because th- there's never been, especially in the early games, a ton of crowds. So I still think that Thursday and Friday are still fun, but there's no Duke. Uh, there's no Kentucky. Yep. There's, yep. you know, North Carolina and Kansas. And I, I don't know if Michigan State gets in after losing today. You know, UCLA, I don't think they're long for the party, but they're not a huge draw. Syracuse might get in, might not get in or whatever. People watch brand names. Are people going to watch when they're not brand names? I just feel like there's a lot of people home watching TV, period. And, and again, I think you're always um, going to be, you know, kind of uh, warm to the brackets, right? Like you've been doing it forever. That's what we do. Yes, are you going to be as intrigued by a Final Four that might include Gonzaga, Baylor, and, you know, two other uh, non-Blue Bloods? You know, if Michigan's in there, that would help, somebody like that, but... You know, ultimately, if you're going to have four teams that aren't blue bloods, yeah, it's going to be the ratings are going to be down. But I do feel like um, people are still uh, home a lot of the time. A lot of the country still hasn't completely uh, opened up yet. Uh, and there's still a lot of people that are general sports fans that take to the NCAA tournament and start following when they see those brackets. Yeah, I, I I tend to. How how uh how tricky is the bubble? And I'm in Indianapolis. Big Ten tournaments going on here. Yeah. Then these teams are going to come here for up to three weeks, really three and a half weeks. Some are coming here th- this weekend. How is the bubble going to work? You know, I talked to a, a coach this morning who, who's got to get there on Saturday, and he said, like, why are they making us come so early? You know, what are we going to do? We got a whole week. Isn't it better if we can sit on our campus and you know, be able to uh, to enjoy Selection Sunday. And, you know, they all have their own hotel rooms. So nobody's rooming with anybody, Doug. Everybody's got their own hotel room. And, and basically, from what I'm told, the only way they're leaving their hotel rooms is for some sort of team-sanctioned um, deal, whether it's practice, a game, uh, a shoot-around, um, whether it's for maybe a team meal. And, and they may run the guys out to, like, the ballpark one day so they can get outside. But for the most part, and the referees, same deal, Doug. Like, the refs are stuck in their hotel. They can't leave the hotel the entire time they're there. They can leave their hotel room. 
but like the, the coach told me this morning, he's like, all right, maybe I got to bring some games for the, the players. Not, you know, I don't know what they're going to bring, but, um, you know, they can bring some games and keep them busy because otherwise, yeah. what are you doing the whole time? On your phone. Same thing they're doing anyway. Yeah. They're together, yeah. right? They'll be on their phone, <clears throat> on their phone and, and, and playing, <clears throat> playing, you know, X and you PS5. And you know what few told me he's going to bring? What, a, a pickleball court. <clears throat> pickleball court. I said, pickleball court solid. Pickleball court. Like, like yes, you what can. You, 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 I guess you can put in a ball. You can't. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I guess you get a big ballroom, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're probably right. So he, um, he's going to be he's going to be playing pickleball. How hard is it going to be for Kentucky to get get it back? Um, well, I think if if you're Cal, you're obviously super motivated right now, right? Like I've been told over the last few years, he, he was not grinding on the recruiting trail like he had been, and, and that's clear. You could see it. Uh, now this will motivate him. However, it can motivate you all you want. The hard part is you look at, at the top players uh, in, in next year's class, and I don't believe any of them have signed with Kentucky right now. Like the, the dude's got Paolo, Paolo Mentero, who, who's absolutely he's, – he's terrific. I, have you seen him? Yes, saw him on TV the other night. I think he's got some like Chris Weber in his game. That's who I compare him to. I've seen him a bunch in person, and he's got a little bit of Chris Weber in his game. But other than – you know. I don't know who Kentucky's getting. Maybe they get this kid, Jaden Hardy, a guard out of out of Vegas. I don't know. I keep hearing he's going to go, you know, G League or something like that. Um, so if Kentucky doesn't get a top ten dude, we we've seen what happens if they get that next year guy. Didn't work out for him this year. Terrence Clark and Brandon Boston weren't very good this year. Ultimately, so the other part is it's it's a lot harder to evaluate off tape than it is in person. In person, Cal and his staff can go, yeah, yeah, I know he's the best player. It's clear as day. I'm watching. I know 100%. Like, it's a lot harder, I think, to evaluate that stuff on tape. I think you have to be very disciplined. It's not just like going out and, and, and picking, hand-picking who you want. Yeah, does, does uh, I guess, does Chet Holmgren go play in college? That's that's a big question. He's right? going to Gonzaga. Yeah, he's yeah. going to play in college. He He's I, boys with Jalen Stuggs. He just saw what Jalen Suggs did. I'd be shocked if he doesn't go to Gonzaga. Shocked. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Like the, to me, Jalen Suggs and Cade Cunningham, <clears throat> um, the the type of attention that they're now getting and that they will get over the next couple of weeks, to me that that is more valuable. It's always been more valuable than a couple hundred grand you're making in the G League Select. Especially you're going to have name, image, likeness next year. So Chet, Chet can make some some money. You know, I can't wait to offer Chet. Uh, a, a podcast on our on our college hoops podcast network, the Field of Sixty Eight. You know, like I'll, I'll throw him a few bucks. <laughs> oh, you're gonna buy? I, I, I'm sure there's gonna be some sort of way in which the NCAA will keep you out of out of having him part of your business. I'm just telling you, <laughs> it's a good idea, though. You got to admit, it's a good idea. It is. I'm not sure why you shared it on national radio because now everybody else in the Somebody podcast is like that's it. a great. That's a that's a great idea. You should have said patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. That's right. You know, you got to get right. them to, right. the, 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 to sign. The, all right, here's here's the last thing. I love the idea of it's only being an indie. I actually think you could shorten the tournament, and it would be way better. Be like a real tournament. Any chance this thing sticks that we stop doing the flying all around the world stuff? Because you could do it here, <clears throat> and you know where the best place on earth to do this would be? Somewhere warmer, Vegas. 
Vegas. Vegas would be great. Well, although, listen, you listen, know what? Listen, I, I know the NSA has never played there. But look, they have a brand new dome. Okay? Yeah. They have T-Mobile brand new arena. They have all the other arenas and Thomas and Mac and MGM and all the other. They got plenty of arenas, uh, plenty of hotel rooms, you know, direct flights everywhere. And the weather's better. Like it's a complete no brainer. And, and if you, if you did every, if you did like, Hey, you know, instead, instead of. The big take from Bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U S and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're go- punching a ticket to the dance. You're going to Vegas or you're going to Indy. You can just volley between those two sites. You do not have to sell me at all, Doc. I'm 100% in. I just don't think there's any way. There's any way the NCAA would be okay with having it in Vegas. Certainly not in the next 10, 10 years or so. I think a lot more has to change. I'm with you, though, in Indy. It's a whole lot easier. I'm going out there Tuesday, and it's going to be really nice. Usually, you know, I try to go to a different site every one of the first four days, and yeah. I'm too old for that crap now, but yeah. I, I still would try to do it, and, and it just knocks the hell out of you. Now... I can wake up every day in the same hotel room. I'm in. Yeah. No, listen, I, I went, the dome is uh, like a block from my hotel right now. And Banker's Life is like three blocks the other way. If I caught an Uber, I'd go up to Butler. So I get, I get three really quickly. The other ones, the West Lafayette and Bloomington, a little harder to get to, whatever. But, and they're an hour away. But, but still, like three in, in within, two within walking distance and one in Uber distance is pretty amazing. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just... I, you know what would change the NCAA's mind on on Vegas? Go ahead. Somebody wrote money. a really big check. Yes. Yeah, money. Of course. It's yes. all money. It's all money. Right. That's, that's, listen, it's why they're having the tournament no matter what. That's why Dan Gavitt said, you know, even if you got five players, you're going to be allowed to play. Like, they just have to have a tournament to bring in $800-plus million to the NCAA this year. No matter how it happens, they have to have it, period. Great stuff, man. I really appreciate you joining me and uh, keep up the good work. We'll talk soon. You got it, Doug. Thanks, man. All right. That is the one and only Jeff Goodman. Uh, you can follow him on, on Twitter at Goodman Hoops. Got a very interesting best for last for you. It revolves around the second half of the NBA season. We'll share with you next in the herd. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. 
To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go, almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. Doug Gottlieb in for Colin. This is The Herd. You think we're done? No, not so much. We saved the best for last. It's almost the end of the show, but that doesn't mean we're phoning it in. Nope, we grind to the very last segment. It's time for Best for Last. All right, uh, I have second half predictions that are likely to go wrong, but I just thought these are the best for last. All right, here we go. Let's get after it. Um, Second half of the NBA season predictions, right? Okay. Um, James Harden wins the MVP. There's a, right? James Harden wins the MVP. And you're like, wait a second, his points are down. They have, they're going to have all these other guys. But James Harden being the linchpin for the Brooklyn Nets and them taking off and having the best record in the Eastern Conference, James Harden winning the MVP, combined with the Brooklyn Nets winning the title. The Brooklyn Nets winning the title. And again, here's the shocker that CP3 stays healthy and takes the Suns and takes the Suns to the, the to the NBA Finals. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, stop me if you heard this before, but the Clippers collapse again. This time, this time not against the Lakers, instead against the Suns. Let's say they beat the Lakers and they face the Suns, or maybe took down the Jazz. Oh, you like that one. Um, I got some others. Right, the 76ers lose in the first round because one of the two, Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid, doesn't finish, finish the season because they're not healthy. Zion Williamson carries the Pelicans into the playoffs. Uh, the Knicks go on a playoff run to the Eastern Conference Finals, and LeBron James suddenly grows unhappy with Rob Palinka because they're unable to land another star to compete. There you go. Some second half. What if predictions? <laughs> Do I think they'll happen? I still don't think there's really good. Um, I think they're, they're not as good defensively at the rim. They got to add something, 
but they're probably better offensively than they've been. On the other hand, I think the Clippers are better. You know, one of the things that we're probably going to learn is that last year's season is the exception because of the bubble. And my friends that were in the bubble were like, the Clippers weren't the same. Other teams weren't the same. The Heat were better. And the Lakers got better later, especially when the Clippers collapsed. That just kind of, their eyes got big and they're like, man, no Clippers, no Bucks. We're the best team here. And they show themselves. It's a good precursor, an interesting precursor to what we could see in the NCAA tournament. Look, college kids, they're not used to staying on the road for three weeks, let alone four. They're just not. Um, I, I, all of my teammates, to a man, and we're still on like a text chain, right? This is 20 years removed from my last year in college. We all believe that we would have gotten to the Final Four had we simply gone home for a couple of days instead of we, we won in Syracuse, we won in Buffalo the first two rounds, then we went to Syracuse. I'm like, why would we go home? Like, we own maps. We're like, why would we go home to come back to the same place? But you're, you're just, uh, you're not used to it. You're not used to it. Uh, all right, we do have some kind of breaking news here. Uh, this people are going to react to. We got a chance to get it in. Got a chance to get it in. Um, David Cully is the new head coach of the Houston Texans. He just spoke a little while ago and said this about Deshaun Watson. Feel strongly still that he will be your quarterback. And what about the quarterbacks behind him right now? What are your plans? Now, we are very committed to Deshaun as our quarterback. Uh, uh, he is our quarterback. Uh, he's the only guy we got under contract at this time right now. Uh, Nick and our personnel department are in the process of, of looking at other guys out there right now. And, and we're going through that process daily and, and we're continuing to do that. So I, I guess like we, 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 we're going to parse words. He said right now, but he, they were asked about, he was asked about other quarterbacks behind him. I'm not alone here in thinking if we're going to sit there and go, and there's the huddle and flow podcast where he said he's our quarterback, you know, but you ask the guy like, what about the other quarterbacks behind him? You know? And he's like, well, right now he's the only guy, he's the only guy under contract. Ryan music. Did you hear something that actually let's ask Greg Tui, our resident Texans uh, analyst. So yeah, there were two things there. He, he said the right now he's our quarterback right now on the podcast with Jim Trotter and Steve Weiss. About 30 minutes later, he spoke to the local media and national media. And apparently somebody from the team told him, don't say right now. So he completely changed his, you know, his, his verbiage on that and said he's our quarterback. So clearly there's something going on. He couldn't have misspoke? Absolutely did not misspoke, no. What do you mean? No, I, I. He's never. He's never been a head coach. Have you ever heard David Cully in front of a microphone ever before in your life? <laughs> I didn't even know who he was until he. Took Nobody the did. <laughs> Nobody did. Nobody did. That's like the name of the like the like. Hey, you want to be a head coach? Like me? Yeah, you. Okay. Sure. Right. It, right. He was surprised to get an interview. Like, yeah, you know, kind of like you. We kind of like you. The way um, he said no, but see, I've listened. I heard the sound from the actual podcast when he. I mean, okay. he's joking, but he's very affirm, firm when he says right now he's our quarterback right now, and he pauses, like he knows what he said. He didn't just misspeak. I promise you. So I think they've been having discussions about it, 
And I think that was his way. I think he's close with those two guys, and he felt like he could sort of just, hey, he's our guy right now. And then they heard that, and they go, whoa, you can't say that because we don't want people to know that we've been actually talking about it because we've said we weren't taking calls. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I, I don't like the idea of trading him. I, I think it's a terrible, terrible look. Terrible look. Because now, what contract do they have that's, that's worth the paper that's printed on? Especially one that pays a guy three years up front. Right? That said, probably the smartest, in, in, in the, what's the smartest thing for the franchise would be to just fleece somebody on a deal. Fleece them. And you'd be, you'll be better off if you get just a home run deal and you do. And, and if you can get a Garoppolo or somebody who's a reasonably decent quarterback. Um, but he did say we're very committed to Deshaun as our quarterback and he is our quarterback. So I got to listen to the podcast to tell you what I think. I haven't, I haven't heard it. How long is that cut? Let me hear that cut one more time. Let, let, let's let the world decide. This is what everybody's going to talk about. Feel strongly still that he will be your quarterback. And what about the quarterbacks behind him right now? What are your plans? Now, we are very committed to Deshaun as our quarterback. Uh, uh, he is our quarterback. Uh, yeah, I, I guess the, even the question was right now. All right. You decide, you listen, keep it right here. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is The Herd. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.